Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, I am here. You and, are. And Josh is here. I am. And all right, Wells is here. Yeah, Wells is What's here. Up, Wells? All of the Wells is here. Yeah. 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 This, gla- this glass doesn't have a crack in it, so you're not trying to kill me with this one. Oh, I'm trying to kill you with everything. No, I am. Yeah. I'm on to you. Why? <laughs> does, Why? This, does this beer have almonds in it? <laughs> no hey, does Jeff, this, does this smell funny to you? Yeah. Does this frag smell funny? Are you sure? Yeah. Just let me know. Uh, your hand's bigger than your face. It's video <laughs> game season time, and by the time this comes out, Cyberpunk will come out, and I will just be playing nothing but Cyberpunk for the next like five years. Will it also, though? Will it actually? Come yes, out? it actually is finally coming out. Like, uh, seven months after we're delay. Positive about that? Yes, we are a mere two days away from launch. Oh. It actually launches. It, sure. Yeah, it launches at nine o'clock on a Wednesday night here. So I will be playing Cyberpunk. Awesome. I say, you probably don't have a whole lot of work left in the year, do you? Uh, no, I am locked into class until after Christmas. You're, you're what? I am teaching a new oh, hire okay. class until okay. after Christmas. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I could have sworn you said you were didn't have much going on in December. No, no, no. I started a new hire class today. We, uh, we we made the decision that we're not going to travel for Christmas, which, you know, it's the responsible yeah, thing right to do, blah, so. blah, blah. But, I mean, we haven't been back to my hometown uh, in a year by the time Christmas rolls around. So, you know. Like, which is weird because you always go at least once <clears> a year. We go twice a year. Yeah. Uh, we go twice a year. We go in the summer. We go in the winter, uh, mainly to see family, but also to stock up on the stuff we can't get here. <laughs> yeah. You know, booze and beer and snacks and soft drinks and all that kind of stuff. But uh, and tacos. Mm, yeah, the, the the revolution beer that you always bring back. Like oh, even even just like as a little like here's your birthday mix pack. I'm yeah. like, oh god, thank you. You're yeah. so awesome. Oh cool. It's the you know all their different IPAs in the month or whatever. But uh, yeah, you know, so we you know we made the decision we're not going we're not going to go back for Christmas, uh, which kind of sucks. So then I reconfigured all my vacation days so that. I work all of this week and then Monday and then for the rest of the year, it's half days. Nice. So I'm like, I should probably just take a couple full days off. And I'm like, why would I? You know, I've got two teenage kids. They're going to sleep in until 10 or 11 o'clock anyway. Yeah. So why not just knock off at noon every day? So that should be fun. I hope. Awesome. I'm jealous. Hi, jealous. I have, to ca- I have to carry a over a week's worth of vacation into next year. You're only allowed to carry five days. Well, too bad. I'm carrying more <laughs> than that because <clears throat> I have to. But then too basically, bad. I'll I'll be off for my birthday for like two weeks. Actually, I, I've decided if I can hold off long enough, I'm going to try to do the MLK thing so I can be a complete asshole and get extra vacation time. Heck yeah. It's not being an asshole. It's just working the system. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... You, you do you. Yeah. If I can hold on that long, I will. 2020, like, I, I feel like especially, you know, 2020 being what it is, I feel like there should be extra grace allowed for creative vacation day taking. Oh, I, I always do creative vacation day taking as much as possible. Yeah. But I mean, I, like, I, I work the system. Yeah. Yes, you do. Hey, Wells, what's going on in the Finger Lakes? The I've what got, now? I've got family in the Finger Lakes. I, I snuck away for this podcast. They think I'm out hiking, but I'm really, you know, they're in the Finger Lakes, but I'm here. He's got he's got a two in that one state that's converting from red to blue, so it kind of looks kind of pink. And then what's going on in the in the in the uh, 
the north, north, uh, the, the the north states. You know, New York. I am not familiar with that much of New York State besides like city, city proper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've driven through parts of it, but I'm not really like if somebody said like point out the Finger Lakes region on a map and just be like, no. Um, so uh, what's going on there is land is cheap and a lot of uh, New York City breweries are starting to buy land in the Finger Lakes. We had talked about it on a previous show that... Yeah, somebody else had just bought a big spot out there, uh, right? Well, other half. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, Big Alice with L-I-C. You know, big A-Lice? Big A-Lice. I'm just kidding. Um, L-I-C. Anyway. Big A-Licky? They are... There's just several breweries that are opening up second or third locations in the third most populated area of New York state, which I imagine like, you know, comes down to dollars and cents. Do you <laughs> stay in a densely packed, high trafficked yet extremely high cost area? Or do you go someplace cheaper, have a destination brewery? Right. <clears throat> which I mean, I'm sure <clears throat> that, you know, the finger lakes because of how cold New York is, State, I'm sure mm-hmm. that people aren't always there in the Finger Lakes. And how hard is it to turn that, you know, destination brewery into just a production facility during mm-hmm. those lean months when you don't have that tourism as much? And then come the summertime when you've got the tourism, pop open the doors. The brewery that I'm thinking of, like off the top of my head, uh, Fata Flora, that has had their production facility downtown. Uh, Morganton, mm-hmm. which isn't exactly like a huge bustling metropolis, but then they moved into like a farmhouse brewery, you know, on a lot of land just outside of like out in Lake Lure area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, COVID rolls around and that place already had picnic tables every 50 feet, you know, and not closer. And, right. and so this was like, oh, we don't have to change our business model at all. Because we've never allowed people to sit like inside. It's always just been outside. So I, I think we're going to start seeing more of this. Uh, I mean, at least in North Carolina, like Burial has already opened up like Forestry Camp, which is, I've never been to it. It's, it's on my list. But, uh, you know, New York breweries are, you know, still need, you know, people to come see them. And if you can't come see me in New York City why don't you come see me in Rochester? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it, it's funny because I have the exact opposite of you. Mm-hmm. I am familiar with the Rochester area. I'm not familiar with the city at all. Okay. So it makes sense to me to put some of these breweries out there because, I mean, it, it's weird. Upstate New York reminds me a lot of the Midwest. Like, you literally yeah. will drive a city and you won't see another city for 30 minutes at least. Yeah. It's weird. It is bizarre. But that's upstate New York. So it makes sense to, you know, hey, let's throw some breweries in there, like yeah. especially when it's thirty minutes in between towns. Yeah, and and again, I mean, not to say there's anything wrong with the business model of being in a dense metrop metropolitan area, metropolitan, <laughs> metropolitan, metropolitan. I tried to sound fancy, y'all, <laughs> y'all. Um, there's nothing wrong with that idea, uh, and and I think it works for a lot of breweries and a lot of places, but you know, it's. You get two or three good spots 
out in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and Wells stumbles into him, and suddenly it's like, ah, yes, this is a good place that I would like to visit again. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take much to kind of you know tip the scales that way. Yeah, you know, exactly. rather than being you know, it, it's the typical cliche of being a medium-sized fish in a small pond. Yeah, exactly. So at the moment, there's you know Big Alice, there's other half. And then the newer New York State Brewers Association executive director uh, has said in the last week uh, out of this article, these fielded calls from three other breweries uh, interested in making that move west. Um, the rent is cheap; it's thirty-seven percent lower than the national average. Um, but but boy, like. It's, it's just going to be interesting to see, like, as these breweries need to diversify their locations and their bonds in the, in the COVID era, um, just we're going to start seeing more and more and more of this. Well, and, I was and, and not just like in New York. I mean, as I said, we start, we're already seeing it in North Carolina. I don't know. Just, just looking at this stat. So in 2018, other half paid, and it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. $666,000 for a four-acre property. And a turnkey brew house. Yeah. So basically, they walked in, turned everything on, and they paid a quarter of a half of what they would probably have to pay for a spot in New York. That's Jeez. that's crazy. And that they, is and crazy. They own it rather than rent it. Yes. Which is... Yeah, this is ours. You can't raise the rent. This is it. That's, that's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, that's the other thing, too, is, Jeff, I'm sure you've heard this sentiment if you've been to upstate New York anywhere. Everybody hates New York City. They're like, they make all the decisions for everybody in this entire state. And there's a lot of people in New York that aren't just in New York City. Right. It's easy to classify because, you know, that's kind of the it's kind of like Chicago, right? Like you you watch enough movies and basically like, okay, well. Clearly, they're living in New York City. They're probably a writer of some form, able to afford this huge apartment that makes no sense at all. I mean, none of this makes sense to me. But it's also New York City life, and you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And uh, they like there's I think the uh, what was it the Twitter's main character at one point last week was somebody who had made some joke about y'all hate on New York city, but we're the ones paying for all of your stuff because of the ratio of like taxes to everything else. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. Whatever, bro. I, I, I think this is cool. And, and Wells, I think you're right. I think we're going to see a lot more of these outdoor types of facility, like Asheville's crawling with them already. And they're going to continue. And I mean, hell, even in Charlotte, we've got some really beautiful spots that are spread out and, you know, we don't, we don't have to be on top of each other. Like we talked about heist in a previous show, but how spread out the barrel arts is and didn't even have to worry about being in, near anybody. And you're going to see more of this stuff. I think we're just now like getting into cold weather. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I mean, have, I literally I just have had my to... jacket over here, but a, a t-shirt on and it's yeah. going to be about time for that to be like long sleeve shirt. Uh, if you don't have like an outdoor area, you're pretty fucked this this winter. Yeah. Like, because I'm sitting here like, I mean, I'll, I will go stand out, freeze on, yeah. the, on the patio at Salud, but that's just because it's a mile from my house. I'm going to do that. Yeah. 
Um, but otherwise, like I'm not seeking that out. Yes, and nor should you. But I'm not going to be seeking that out other places either. I'm, right, right. Well, if, if, it, if it was my and my point being, if it was more than a mile away, you might think twice. And that's yes. kind of where I'm at. I'm exactly like, right. None if of this was worth my time. Well, and I would say for me, so let's pretend that Wells hits me up on a Saturday and says, hey, are you doing anything? Do you want to go anywhere? My immediate response would be no. Because if you don't have an outdoor space, I'm not going to fucking sit inside of a brewery right now. That's madness to me. Right. Yep. I would not do it. And, you know, somebody with space heaters, like out on a patio, like that's inviting trouble too. Because then it's a whole bunch of people huddled around a heat source, whereas you might just have, like, look, it's it's the the winter of layering up yeah. more so than any other time. Because yeah. I'm either going to be, like, freezing outside, like, trying to stay warm, or just, like, grinning and bearing it. Or, or I'm getting my shit and leaving. Yep. I am getting a growler to go. I mean, like, I'm a social creature. I've got to have, like, X amount of, like like expended social energy in a time period or else I get like really antsy, which is why this pandemic has been just complete shit. I mean, for everybody, but yeah. you know, it, it it's yeah, hit, for social people, I yeah, it's just hit it. me in that way. Like I can't stay home. Um, yeah, I can't so, do this anymore. Like, damn I, it. I just can't. So like I'll go out, but you know, don't come within 10 feet of me. You know, I start to like act like an opossum, just you like just, don't step on snack kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, when you and I went out, cause you know, we've already talked about this, but that was it for me. And like, mm -hmm. I won't do that again now for another six months or six on, months, probably six months, at least unless there's a vaccine. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I won't feel comfortable getting out in the winter until you get the vaccine. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable going out in the winter to begin with. Yep. This winter is going to be hell on earth. Correct. And yeah, no, no. So, Unless you've got a big outdoor space, that'd be the only way I'd feel safe. And then I'm going to have to freeze my ass off. So, Which, I mean, like, who is it doesn't really, want to sign up for that? Yeah. Is it really worth it at that point? Or can I just lock myself in my house again? I'm legit one of those people that appreciates this time of year. Like, I've always preferred wintertime to summertime because... Oh, no. Because, yeah, I can, I'm not sweating my I ass can, off. I can layer up all the time. Like, long underwear, no problem. But there's only so naked I can get without people asking me to leave. That's true. That's true. I mean, and some people don't even need you to be naked to ask you to leave. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> well, see, like... I'm trying okay, not so to like, alienate myself at any more breweries. <sighs> How hard are you trying, though? Uh... <laughs> uh so talk to me about Staten Island since we're staying in the New York. Um, yeah. Uh, do <laughs> do we need to throw COVID. allegedly on this one too? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> there's allegedly stories and then there's this crazy debacle. So there's a bar GM that basically claimed his bar was like... An a, autonomous zone. Yeah, an autonomous uh, zone. You are not Seattle. Okay, get over yourself. So you didn't have to wear a mask and you didn't have to do all the things that you're supposed to do. And then apparently he just went back crazy and was fighting closing orders, ran from a cop, hit a sheriff and put or drove with, with, his, the, car. with his car. And the sheriff was riding on his roof as he was trying to escape. Yeah. Who, buddy? Something tells me like a year ago, like pre-COVID, this guy's like one of those blue matter, uh, blue lives matter folks. I, I I just I bet you money he is. And but now it's like oh they're coming for my freedoms. I'm gonna run over a sheriff's deputy like like you do. 
like you do, right? I mean, the whole like autonomous zone was crazy. Yeah. They had him on like the Tucker Carlson show because of course, but so guy get, you almost got, you, you almost got me a show one. You got me almost show two. But like, so he's, he's on the Tucker Carlson show. Which what's his, means, what's his parlor account? Oh my God. I have no idea. Um, <sighs> we will not back down. You have not scared us. The world is watching. It's time for everyone to wake up. So <laughs> wake up sheeple. But it's like they've already lost their liquor license, uh, issues to vacate, a cease and desist. Uh, sheriff's deputies like came and arrested him like when he was doing an interview. They're just like, come with us. Like enough of this shit. Um, come with us unless you don't want to live. But but boy, uh, yeah, come with us. I, I just couldn't imagine and. And then there are like protesters outside. Like, of course, there we is. stand with with this business owner, and this, this is, you know, this that what, and the other. And I can't wait for that to turn into a super spreader event. Like, what I, what I've learned in weeks. 2020 is that everybody is allowed to protest everything, and you're not allowed to question anybody on any reason for anything that they're protesting. Some of that is actually valid. The majority of it uh, is questionable, and then there's parts of it that are just outright wrong. Um, yeah. My my favorite driving t- with a cop on your on your car, yeah, that's uh, like that's where that's where lines like, drawn. That's where I feel like the the frame the the screen frame needs to pause and the voiceover comes in and it's like, and this was the point that I realized I might have gone too far. This is the point I realized I done fucked up. Where's Waylon Jennings when you need him? Now, friends, <laughs> this is not the way to make friends with the police. I mean, I get it. Small businesses are hurting because of this. I 100% understand and respect that. But at the same time, acting like a batshit fucking crazy person is not helping my case. Your case, to me as a consumer, let's say that you could do takeout. It's not. I don't even want to go there now. It's not helping for you specifically, but this does speak oh, to no, a I know portion of the society that will embrace this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. All press is good press, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, hey, crazy pants, good job. Yep. Good on you. What else you got, Josh? And of course, all these people protesting without masks. Uh huh. Oh, you guys remember Foster's, right? That's Australian for beer. It is. It totally is. Well, did you know that Foster's kind of died in Australia? Yes. Like I, I've always known. I shouldn't say always, but like when I got into beer. I learned that, especially in Australia, they hate Fosters. Like it is like the absolute worst beer that they have there. Well, they're trying to bring it back to Australia specifically. Oh, good for them. Uh, Number one, and I did not know this, Fosters has been brewed in Australia since, is the number up there? Is the year up there? 1964? No. No. So I want you guys to give me a guess. Oh, 1888. Fucking damn it. It is up there. It has been brewed in Australia since 1888. All of it has been brewed in Australia, though? I don't know all of it has, but the fact that at least some of it's been brewed there since 1888 is fucking crazy, if you ask me. I guess they didn't have to go through Prohibition. Yeah. Which, you know, like, I remember always (laughs) having this kind of love-hate relationship with Fosters. Like, I love the idea of Fosters because of that big, giant can. But, like, I never really enjoyed fosters so you know like 
I don't think it was like skunky per se, but it was just like, there's something off about it I never really enjoyed. But yet, I still bought it because here's me drinking this giant can of beer. I'm just going to have one tonight, hun. <laughs> <laughs> Little did she know I was drinking a four and a half percent, whatever. Yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, that's, <coughs> I think I tried Foster's like once. Yeah. Wasn't my thing. No. Didn't enjoy it. Uh, number one, I was surprised. It's like learn. Heineken. You're drinking it because of the commercials. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Heineken, I think I tried like once, maybe. Maybe twice. No, I take that back. I had the mini kegs. I bought a few of those little. Oh, yes. Mini oh, no, kegs. I remember those. I remember buying those at Sam's and whatever. And Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Newcastle had their little mini keg. And I was like, oh, my God, it's not a skunked Newcastle. Holy shit. This is amazing. Oh, like those little, like, five liter guys? Yeah. yeah those oh, little yeah. tiny kegs? Yeah, Old Hickory had some of those, too, for a long time. Really? Yeah. We sold them to, like, you know, kind of off the beaten path. Like, I mean, Common Market bought a shitload of them. Huh. Yeah. It's kind of, they're fun. They're fun to fill. Yeah. And, and when founders did, before founders did dumb founders things, they used to have little mini kegs of... Founders Oberon. beer. Yeah. Bell, Bell's had a two-hearted. Yeah, Bell's uh, did. Not, not two-hearted, sorry, Hop Slam. And I showed up to a, a party that had like a Hop Slam, little, little one of those mini keg things, and that thing was like instant party. In, I bet. Just like you showed up like, oh my God, you got one of those Hop Slams. Like, yes. The record scratches. Yeah, Everybody turns really? and looks. What? <laughs> um, so Foster's, at least, you know, has been brewed in Manchester. England for a long time instead of Melbourne and um, uh, acquired by SAB Miller, but which was then acquired by AV InBev. And then Foster's was sold off to Asahi in June of this year. So yeah, the, the little tale of where the fuck founders has been not founders fosters. It's Bia. Australian for beer. And Aussies be like, nah, nah, no, no, I saw a stat in here and I can't find it again, but it was talking about like how little Foster's was floating around in Australia. Oh, it's at the top. There were only 10 pubs in uh, the entire, in all of Australia that were. It was around here. Yeah, I know it was and I can't find it, but yeah, it's like sad when you, when you look to see how far. You know, from Paul Hogan doing Foster's beer ads to there's literally like five places in the whole. Of course, Australia is just a big open giant prison field that nobody lives in. But, you know, hey, hey, did I say that out loud? I did. I'm terrible. Yay. Uh, Foster's coming back to Australia in a 30 pack. So there you go. Yay. I can't wait. A dingo ate your baby. Now you can have the Foster's. All right. Are we ready for break? When you put it that way, we'll be back in 30. Time to bite on by, Jeff. How does that work? Uh, let's talk about the beer that we've been drinking on this particular show. No other shows, just this one. Well, just we'll end up one. talking about other beers the way it goes. But uh, let's talk about the beer that we have been drinking and whether or not we would buy it again. 
Um, <clears throat> and so I'll toss it to myself for the first beer up from Amor Artis. Cruising down the street in my 6-4. Don't ever tell me we're out of beer names. Jocking the Yeah, I'm not going to say the rest of that. I know the song. Easy is amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've got to stop saying that song. Anyway. Yes. Stop saying that song. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I'm an artist. West Coast style IPA. Centennial Citra Pacific Gem and Ella. Um, Ella. Taking another quick, uh, quick it off this. Um, it is good. It is. It's a little drier than I would have expected. Um, it's not a bad West Coast option, um, but I'm probably going to defer to Divine Barrel for whatever they've got on tap versus this. So it's fine beer, but I'm not going to buy it. Well, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Jeff. It's it's a fine beer, but there's just something about it that, like, if I was there and you know, in the mood for a 6.4% IPA, I'd be all for it. But if I'm like anywhere else, I might, you know, have wandering eye syndrome and not really go home with this one. So, uh, no buy. Uh, Josh. I wasn't there. I was at my local big box and I saw that they had a bunch of their beers and I was surprised. Like, yep. All right. Well, I like the name of the, the beer. Let's try it. Oh, it's West Coast. Even better. It's not terrible, but yeah, I would agree with you all if I was there, maybe. But outside of other options, no. No, bye. Next beer up. Next beer up. Uh, Chuck Beer <clears throat> from Wild Leap. Uh, this is their Three Harvest Fresh Hop Double IPA Autumn 2020. Featuring hydroponically grown Cascade Hops. Um, this is back to that New England style that I'm not a huge fan of. It's a little... Um, one of these days I'm going to figure out how to describe the, this particular part of it that I don't care for in this one. It's, um, I don't know. It's like, there's too much residue floating in it. Like the haze, the, the, I don't know. There's something about it. Just, it's not clicking for me. So I'm fine passing on this one. So it's a no buy. Wells. Uh, I do love sneaky, hazy beers that, clock in at 8.2% and kind of feel like a six. Um, and this one's got some really great, like cantaloupe and melon flavors to, to me at least like that. I just really appreciate. So I will, uh, I will buy this Josh. Where are you with it? He's going to reach. Through. Sorry. I was he, well, no watching fantasy football. Yes, because that is clearly more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is the fantasy football craft beer cast. It is, you motherfuckers. Uh, this is, yeah, no, it's another wild leap that's good. Like, big surprise. I know. Like, I just, there's a lot that they do that I think I would always buy, to be honest with you. And their IPAs seem to be right there. Like, I'm trying to honestly think of how many IPAs we've had from them that I didn't like. I think it's few and far between. It makes you want to, you know, hit control F and find in page uh, all the wild leap entries that yeah. we've had. And from, how many I've bought. And no. maybe I will on our top 10 list of 2020. Maybe. Maybe, maybe some will show up. But no, this is absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, man, it feels like forever since we've had a Divine Barrel beer on the show. Right? 
I was about to say like a week, but you're right. It's been like, I mean, it's been like three whole shows. Uh, this is called we're out of coffee, James an oatmeal stout with coffee. Um, just a five and a half percent. What do they call it? A session stout. Is that right, Josh? That's right. You session just call stout. it a stout. Oh, okay. Or a stout, right? No, it's a session stout. <clears throat> um, but like for not being an imperial stout, I think the oatmeal treatment in here is really good. It is uh, super smooth, easy drinking. I love the coffee in this. Uh, I actually happened to be there when they were uh, when they just dropped these cans, actually, and uh, bought a bag of the coffee beans that go with it. Yep. I will Glide. tell you that I enjoy the coffee and the beer more than I enjoyed the coffee on its own. Okay. But um, I mean, I just had one of these Saturday as I was watching college football, and it's just it's that's still getting played. Yes. Okay. I'm just curious. So many games get canceled. I'm not trying to be a smartass. Like every time I look, oh I'm like, yeah, so yeah, like, like not at games. all like the NFL. We just push it out a couple days and right. give it's, people unfair advantage. It's like the Wednesday night game that, or Thursday night game that was held late the next Wednesday, but they're calling it Sunday night football. And yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's really at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, but who cares? That's right. Uh, but yeah, we're out of coffee, James. Oatmeal stout with coffee. Love the coffee in this. Love the oatmeal stout. This just. Um, I, I just, I love every piece of this. I'm a big buy on this one. Wells? It hits that absolute sweet spot. 5.4% coffee stout that has just very forward coffee notes. I mean, this is one of those, like, if you were a beer for breakfast kind of person, this would be up your alley. Or if, if you're, you're a just, beer for lunch kind of guy. Or if you're a beer for or lunch. Beer or for dinner. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a really solid, well-made, well-balanced uh Nice little sipper. Big buy. Josh. What do it's you think? A, it's a nice little just sessionable stuff. No, it's it's a good, nice, clean, easy drinking. Like this with some like red eye gravy and a little bit of steak and eggs. Yeah, please. Uh-huh. This is damn good. Final beer up? Uh final beer up, a uh can of revolutions twenty nineteen. So this is uh July twenty nineteen. Strawberry jacket. So, uh, straight jacket is their barley wine ale, uh, English style, um, which we the, all geek out over. Yeah, it, it, and and it's barrel aged, and so this is the strawberry version of. They they've done a couple of different ones, um, like the honey one is real nice, um, and this is the strawberry one. And, and so I'm reading the can, and it you know talks about. Uh, 18 months, uh, you know, bourbon, rye, whiskey barrels, uh, and how it, it, you know, it helps with the delicate nuances of fresh strawberries. And I'm like, this, like the strawberry in this feels like an extract. And maybe it's just me, but the strawberries are like, usually like strawberry and peach are those two things that you get in a beer. And usually they're like super subtle. This is very pronounced, and I'm just, I, number one, I'm going to take any other variant almost of the straight jacket over this. I hate not enjoying this and not buying it, but I, I wouldn't buy this one again. Um, but I can't figure, is it, is it the, well, am I crazy? Is the strawberry just like a little, a little too present? Yeah. And it's, and it's not tart enough for it to be like real. Like it does have like, and cause strawberries in beer, like aren't this sweet. Could it, I mean, possibly have 
sit in barrels and amped up the sweetness flavor. Not like this. It, cause I'm, it, I'm, it, I mean, it's fucking strawberry. Like, it tastes like we just drank strawberry jam. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's fucking strawberry. And I mean, it's entirely possible that they just made some puree and then concentrated it down and threw it in there. And I mean... I, I don't want that in my beer. <laughs> like, yeah. no thank you, sir. Which, which is, a, again, I mean, like, it's a shame. You wouldn't throw this out of bed for eating crackers, but like... At the no, same I time, would. That Nope, that okay. would get kicked out of bed for eating crackers. All right, never mind. Ugh. I'm not, I mean, like, I don't hate it that much. But. I can't stand it. Like, I, it is so strawberry forward. And when you said extract, it was like bells and whistles went off my head because it tastes fake sweet to me. Yeah, it tastes like somebody like, soaked in a whole bunch of like strawberry starbursts instead of actual See, I would have said Jolly Ranchers, but I mean, oh, starbursts sure, sure, right sure. there. So, yeah. like, I got, you know, the, the seltzer water thing. I'm, I'm trying to be a good boy and not drink during the week. I drink seltzer water instead. <laughs> Hey, I've done it for a long time. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I mistakenly bought some seltzer water or sparkling water that had aspartame in it. Oof. And that's what that tastes like to okay. me. Okay. Where it's like that fake sweet that I'm just like, this is fucking gross. And it could be that, I you know. I do not like this. It could be that this started out with regular fresh strawberry and then they decided to try to fortify it somehow. And, that, and that's where it kind of... I mean, I, I am shocked and floored that all three of us are no buying a revolution. Well, I haven't officially no bought it yet, but I'm going to no buy it. Yeah, I knew you were. <laughs> this this was like, how dare you do right? this? You have such... sullied the name. Yeah. I'll, I'll look, we, we've got at least two more coming up that will totally redeem them. Between well, the, I know. I between mean, the 10-year and the Maple Death. Sure, but this, this one, one, it's yeah. like... This had to like get approved by like this wasn't an accident. They had to right. get, like label approval. They had to seek label approval, which means somebody like at that company was like, you know what? Yeah, strawberry. We're gonna put strawberries in this English style barley wine, and it just shouldn't have happened. Like this, this was. It, I mean, on paper, it should have worked, but this is like the best bad beer that I've had here. It's one of these, like, I will take another sip. Like, I'm not going to, like, just drain pour the rest of the can. Like, I do want a little bit more just so I can, like, be sure glean that last little bit of, like, oh, yeah, I love the base beer, and this is terrible. So. Scathing this, review. This, this, strawberry this should not have happened. Like, yeah. this just. It's, it happens. Hey, look, everybody, everybody has that beer that doesn't quite hit. Right. And, and for, you know, we, we have those breweries that we continue to apologize for because all of their beer is ass. And then we have those breweries that we may hold a little higher standard for, and we're going to beat them up for having a bad one, but yeah, but I'd rather have ass in my mouth than this beer. Please don't make that the show title, Josh. <laughs> yeah. You changed the title that I made for the last. Yeah. Cause it didn't it, like, it didn't flow well. It did when you listened to it. Trust me, it did, sure. actually. Okay. Metropolitan something or other. Is that what this one's going to be? Uh, oh, well. I don't know. Half the time, it's like one a throwaway line that I hear as I'm editing, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Oh, Pick yeah. up the title. Means you have to listen to actually get it. Anyways, Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, out of all of these four beers, <laughs> which would we... Well, I mean, I'm double-checking. Uh, wh- which would we most like to have on our kegerator at home? And uh, for me... 
we're out of coffee, James. Um, I always, uh, I shouldn't say always. I, I'm now am more concerned about coffee beers on tap, but I feel like this one's easy drinking enough that I would crush through it without it. You know, I mean, like you could have several glasses of this and not, you know, yeah, it's, wake up outside five percent. Yeah, I mean, it's just really good. You're not gonna wake up outside pantless. Yep, right. So, uh, I'm going for the coffee, James. Wells, how about you? Yeah, that was that was a really close one. I'm gonna put a uh, coffee, James, in its second place because I gotta go with that three harvest dipper from Wild Leap in how 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 Lagrange. Josh, what are you gonna choose? Every fucking time, you're exactly right. I'm gonna do it until I'm. I don't know. I was gonna you're make gonna it. Do it until you don't. Yep. Are you trying to tell me that you think that joke has legs? Yes, and it knows how to use them. Anyways, Wells, <laughs> I'm right there with you. That again, alpha distraction or wild harvest. Wild leap makes leap, some great whatever. stuff. They they really do. I'm keep it coming, Chuck. Yeah, keep, like. Chuck, if you could just send us all of those all the time. Quit encouraging him. What do you mean quit encouraging him? You know what? Like, like how long did we suffer through bad Chuck beer? And he's finally turned a fucking corner. I mean, for the most part, he yeah, has. I know. It's it's fine. I have to give it to him. It's not like he sent us a, a barley wine with strawberries in it. Correct. <laughs> Jeff. Right. Correct. Jeff. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Crabbeercast.com on the interwebs. Uh, come find our old articles. Uh, support us on our Patreon if you like. We've got a Facebook page. Uh, otherwise, uh, hit us up. Uh, we got a subreddit, Crabbeercast. Uh, also, Twitter's at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells. And who knows? Maybe I should start streaming on Twitch. You should. I'm not gonna. Yeah, everybody can just watch me wield Thor's hammer in in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's pretty dope. Oh, nice, Josh. Where are you? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell somebody. Hey, I've listened to this band of jackassery for seven years now, going on eight. You should uh, listen to it too. I know. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are old. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Again, uh, it's top five for us, top ten, but top five for you, listener season. If you want to submit a listener top five list, kick it on over. Contact our hate mail at craftbeercast.com. Other than that, we will talk to you or at you or with you or in your ear holes next Thursday. What about your eye holes? Just stay off my eye holes. <laughs>